Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Brazil, a country where bustling cities meet tropical jungles, where an exotic culture often collides with exotic creatures, deadly creatures. Is now a caterpillar capable of killing a human being. Here, nature fights back. That amount of venom, the pain would be excruciating. On the glistening beaches, in the deep, dark jungles, unsuspecting humans fall victim to nature's deadliest. Brazil is on the move. The world's fifth largest nation is booming. But as Brazil thrives, it eats into the wilderness, into the world's greatest tropical rainforest, the Amazon. These jungles are home to more species than anywhere else on the planet. There's a staggering variety, from the beautiful to the bizarre. And when humans push out into their world, the inhabitants of this jungle strike back. To Brazilians, one creature is legendary. To the rest of the world, it is something from a horror movie. A monster unhampered by land or water. To many, it is the king of the jungle, a giant serpent, the anaconda. They're instinctive animals that feed on any warm-blooded mammal that comes their way that they think they can overcome. They don't distinguish between humans and animals. It is food or not food. The anaconda hunts on land and in the water, where it can hold its breath for 10 minutes. It waits patiently in hiding for its next meal to arrive. Anacondas are opportunistic feeders. I've seen them take things like different types of deer, different types of small mammals, coatamundi, raccoon. I've even seen an anaconda take a full-grown jaguar. The anaconda can traverse long distances throughout the jungle, in waterways and cross-country. Rural Brazilians 
know to be on guard, but visitors often ignore the danger. Tourists and thousands of foreign construction workers who come to the Amazon are simply not aware they could be stalked by a killer up to 20 feet long and weighing 300 pounds. The anaconda kills in an ingenious way. Through asphyxiation, it suffocates its victim and can take down very large prey. So it only has to eat every few months. The first strike is crucial for the anaconda. To pull off a kill, the snake's grip must be ironclad. The secret is in its teeth. There are really six rows of teeth in an anaconda's jaw, all of them used independently to grab their prey. These are fairly long, recurved teeth, so once it grabs you, you cannot pull out. Locked onto its struggling prey, the anaconda is ready for the next phase of its deadly attack. It grabs you like a hook and holds you, and then immediately wraps its coils around you, incapacitating you. It's incredibly powerful. Once a large anaconda grabs both of your arms and secures you that way, there really is no way to get out. An anaconda's muscles have the strength of an industrial vice. 90 pounds per square inch. It's like being crushed by a school bus. It's like a, a significant burn around your entire chest. As you try to take in a deep breath, it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. You can get crushed lung, crushed ribs. And if you get the air cut off to your brain, all the other systems in your body shut down. Resistance is futile. Struggling just triggers the snake to contract even tighter. These anacondas are incredibly sensitive. They can sense the breathing. It is not until they feel no breathing at all, no chest motion at all, that they're going to let go. Death is inevitable and occurs within just three minutes. But what happens next is even more extraordinary. The snake is ready to eat its whole victim in one slow gulp. The snake unlocks its upper and lower jaws, creating a giant funnel directly into its stomach. A snake can open its mouth up to three times the diameter of the fat part of its body. A breathing tube in the base of its mouth keeps the anaconda alive as it stuffs its prey down. It may take an hour or more for the muscles to ripple over its prey, inch by inch. If it moves too fast, the anaconda can burst itself wide open. Digesting all the bone and tissue can take weeks, even months. The snake becomes unmovable for several weeks, sometimes several months, depending on the size of the prey. I know there was an actually documented account of an anaconda swallowing a small cow that didn't feed again for six months. Brazil's anaconda is a skilled and powerful hunter, relying on size and strength. It is truly a fearsome adversary. But elsewhere in Brazil, there is another killer. Or to be more precise, millions of them. For most of us, the sting of a single honeybee is just a painful inconvenience. But in Brazil, that bee probably won't be alone. Where there's one, there's likely to be a lethal swarm. When they attack, they attack by the thousands. It's a blanket of bees on the victim. 
Brazil's killer bees are the result of a devastating accident, a lesson in the dangers of human-designed breeding programs. They were brought to Brazil in the effort to create a better bee for the tropics. European honeybees really don't do well in the wet tropics like you have in Brazil. So they were looking for a bee that they could breed with the honeybee. Scientists thought they found their solution in Africa, but the African honeybees proved to be extremely aggressive, swarming and attacking anything that disturbed them. They'll gather on your veil, and they'll actually start spraying venom through your veil, trying to get it in your eyes. And if you're not wearing some type of eye protection, then you'll actually get the venom in the eyes and it'll sting really bad. Scientists discovered that crossbreeding African bees with Brazilian bees would transfer that hyperaggression to the native population, but it was too late. In 1957, 26 African queen bees escaped into the wild. They bred and they spread across South America. By the 1970s, killer bees were on the loose in the United States. Brazil's search for the perfect honeymaker created a monster. You have a colony of Africanized bees, it will produce six or eight colonies in that first year. Those six or eight will then produce six or eight, which will produce six or eight. Within 20 years, Brazil's killer bees spread throughout South America and eventually into the United States. In Brazil, their attacks became more and more common as they multiplied. They'll nest anywhere. They'll nest in water meters, electric meters, in walls, in eaves, in old flower pots. They'll nest close by people because we have the foliage, the flowers. Unlike the more docile European species, the smallest of disruptions can bring on a full-blown retaliation. The hive will instantly hit the panic button. Thousands of poisonous fighters take to the air with just one purpose, inject their venom as soon as possible. The venom of honeybees is comparable milligram for milligram to that of a rattlesnake. Humans can easily survive a single dose, providing there's no allergic reaction. But when the toxin rains down in hundreds of shots, it becomes lethal. Five to 10 stings per pound of body weight will envenomate a person to the point of killing them. Five to 10 stings per pound of body weight for a child is not very many stings when you consider the volume of Africanized bees that do attack. There's been horses killed, thousand pound animal, that's 5,000 stings. Each bee is armed with a tiny barbed stinger that delivers a single payload of venom. En masse, these stingers can quickly overwhelm a young child, sending them into anaphylactic shock. The bee venom causes histamine release, which is going to cause the cells to break open and fluid to leak out. So you're going to have a major amount of swelling, and the bees are attracted to the face and to the airways. So if you get a lot of stings on your face, your face is going to swell up really big, and that can compromise your airways. With swollen airways, a victim soon suffocates. Death can occur in just five minutes. I think I would just hope to pass out. I would hope for unconsciousness because the pain would be excruciating. Children are the most vulnerable victims of killer bees, reminding humans that manipulating nature comes with a price. Next, Brazil's deadly snakes. Then, a spider where you least expect it. And how a beautiful gift can turn deadly. I'm 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In the tropical paradise of Brazil, nature has a unique take on death. A giant serpent can eat its prey whole. Killer bees are a deadly cloud just waiting to be angered. They have evolved fierce killing instincts to become nature's deadliest. Brazil is a contrast of untouched wilderness and crowded urban sprawl. Cities like Sao Paulo are the economic pulse of the country. There is opportunity here for its 12 million residents. Extreme wealth stands beside extreme poverty. But nature doesn't care for money or privilege, something Brazilians never forget. Even in their urban enclaves, nature reaches in. And one deadly visitor claims 70 lives each year. Once someone is envenomed by the jararaca, you can bleed out uh, your eyes, you can bleed from your gums, you can bleed uh, from any wound that's existing. For some residents of Sao Paulo, suburban sprawl takes on a whole new meaning. Brazilians call them favelas. They're makeshift suburbs that house thousands of the working poor. And favela dwellers know all too well the threat of an unwanted neighbor. In contrast to Brazil's other colorful wildlife, the snake is downright plain. Averaging only three feet, this brown snake isn't even particularly aggressive. The biggest danger is that the jararaca wants to live in the same place as humans do. 
We humans drag wildlife along with us because we are sloppy with food and produce an opportunity for rodents, which are always living amongst us. And so these and other snakes follow us into our habitation, and we end up living with them whether we know it or not. Brazilian venom researchers know the human cost of wildlife, like the jararaca. At the Butantan Venom Response Center, they save lives every day with anti-venom. If you can get medical attention in six hours or less, the chances of you surviving that event go up considerably, and your risk would go down of suffering long-term consequences of that envenoming. Brazil's life-saving anti-venom needs constant replenishing, done by expert handlers who regularly milk jararacas for their venom. Surprisingly, young jararacas are more dangerous than their larger parents because the youngsters haven't yet learned to control their venom. You can have a bite that's what's termed a dry bite, where the snake bites you, but it doesn't actually inject venom. And then you can have a bite where various quantities of venom are injected from very little to quite a bit. Adult jararacas seem to use their venom judiciously, adjusting the dose to their victim's size. But young snakes are likely to inject their entire load at the first strike. The viper envenomations will cause almost immediate pain and swelling at the bite site. The body uh, is going to try to circulate that venom, it's going to try to dilute that venom, and it's going to try to clear that venom out. And in doing so, it's going to cause more and more problems. The biggest problem the venom attacks the victim's red blood cells, preventing their ability to clot. The victim may have a profound low blood pressure. The clotting factors are destroyed by the venom and it will cause bleeding throughout the system. You may have bleeding from the gums, bleeding uh, in the urine, just bleeding out everywhere. An adult's bigger body reacts more slowly to the deadly dose of toxin, but a young child can be quickly overwhelmed. Inside the victim's body, the bleeding is uncontrollable. Organs begin to shut down, and the blood loss reaches a critical level. The people that are at extreme risk from bad bites are the very young, the very old, or the sick. Those are the folks that can succumb very, very quickly. But the Jararacas is not Brazil's deadliest snake. It has a bigger cousin, much bigger. This snake is drawn to anything that radiates heat turning an overnight camping trip fatal. The Bushmaster. The Bushmaster is the largest venomous snake in tropical America. This is an animal that can exceed eight feet long, extremely long fangs, a very, very potent bite. It's not just the Bushmaster's size that makes it a master predator. It has highly sensitive pits between its eyes and nose that give it the edge. A sixth sense. The pits are basically nature's infrared cameras. They sense body heat. They can see an effect through those pits, just like you can see with an infrared camera. A Bushmaster hones in on its prey like a heat-seeking missile. Those pits basically are like little computers that transmit to the snake's brain what this warm-blooded animal looks like, its shape, its size, its proximity to the snake, and it's able to direct its strike using that information. Once it kills with a potent venom, the Bushmaster's fangs do double duty as eating utensils. Flexible muscles at the base lets the Bushmaster move them like fingers, pulling the prey into its stomach. 
Campers often have no idea this master of the bush is out there. It can be very difficult to spot, especially at night. Campers sometimes venture into the dark with a flashlight, and that can be their biggest mistake. Heat from the bulb is the hottest target in the jungle. And because the Bushmaster is so long, it can strike from a distance well before a victim can see it. They're long snakes, and in general, the, the more body they have to throw around, the, the more reach. In this case, even if you're four feet away from a Bushmaster, you may well be within strike range. In daylight, a Bushmaster wouldn't normally attack something the size of a human. But at night, a flashlight triggers its heat sensors, and instinct tells it to go for a strike. Then it's depending solely on those heat sensors, and it's going to strike out in defense towards any source of heat coming from that area. The fangs pump the venom into the victim, like a pair of hypodermic needles. It's venom, a neurotoxin. It goes to work with alarming speed, attacking the victim's nervous system, shutting down communication between muscle and nerve. Within a few minutes, the muscles controlling the victim's lungs are failing. Some victims make the mistake of applying a tourniquet, and that can be their undoing. This will actually speed up the passage of venom throughout the body. It's outdated. We no longer apply tourniquets. It can provide worse damage to the tissue if a tourniquet is applied. And sometimes when you apply the tourniquet, what will happen is that the, the venom will stay locally. When you take the tourniquet off, the venom will just flow through the body at such a fast pace and high rate that it will cause a worse envenomation than already exists. One bite from the Bushmaster can kill in just 30 minutes. Anti-venom is available but many people never get it in time. In the remote Amazon rainforest, death is certain. The Amazon basin is a crucible of life. 10% of all the world's animal species live here, and there are still many more yet to be discovered. This creature was one of those. Just a few years ago, it was unknown but the world would soon learn about the assassin caterpillar. That's the most lethal caterpillar in the entire world. I know it sounds funny to think you can die from a caterpillar, but with these you can. Commonly known as the assassin, its biological name is Lanomia. It's the larval stage of the Lanomia moth, which lived undisturbed for millennia in Brazil's jungles. Here they have evolved the ultimate caterpillar defense system. You need to have a defense of some sort or another. Some taste bad, but some of them have really started moving their armament up. And that's exactly what's happened with Lanomia, where it has refined the chemical defense and the delivery system to where it is now a caterpillar capable of killing a human being. Researchers at Brazil's Butantan Institute raced to develop an anti-venom as soon as the assassin came to light. They have to harvest thousands of tiny venom-filled spines to make the life-saving serum. Just what brought this previously unknown killer on a collision course with humans is still a mystery. 
If you go back eight or 10 years, you just don't see that many cases. And then you take a year, say 2004, where we have over 300 envenomings in Southern Brazil. Something in the environment has changed that favors these moths and their caterpillars. Whether it's agricultural activity, whether it's deforestation, whether it's manipulation of the natural environment, something has changed so that these caterpillars are occurring in far greater numbers. Whatever the reason, people can now hike their way into grave danger. The assassin's venom is six times more powerful than that of most venomous snakes. Imagine a brightly colored caterpillar full of all these little spines that deliver this liquid venom into you. Instantly, up to 100 hollow spines sink into flesh. They're anchored in with tiny barbs as the caterpillar forces its venom through. Initially, you're faced with a burning sensation at the site of the puncture. You might begin to feel nauseous. You might start vomiting. You might get a little dizzy. The assassin's venom is a hemiotoxin. It destroys the red blood cells. The victim begins to bleed uncontrollably. The body can spontaneously bleed. You can see bleeding from the gums, the nail beds. And if you don't get control over this bleeding process, the patient can have significant amount of hemorrhage. Without anti-venom, victims almost always die after 15 agonizing hours. It's not going to be a terribly pleasant way to go. Dying from your blood chemistry being destroyed and you bleeding out. I could think of a lot of ways I'd rather go than that. Death by caterpillar is not what anyone plans when they visit Brazil. But this is a land of deadly surprises. Brazil's tropical climate sets the stage for a biological arms race as plants and animals vie for the most innovative toxins. The best chemical weapon wins. For sheer potency, this creature takes the prize in the arachnid category. It's big, it's fast, and it doesn't back off. It is the wandering spider. It is considered to be the most poisonous spider in the entire world. It is very dangerous. Growing up to five inches across, it kills more people than any other spider. Scientists know it as Phanutria. Phanutria is Greek for murderous, which is a wonderfully appropriate name for the most poisonous spider in the world. What makes the wandering spider truly dangerous isn't just its venom. As its name suggests, this spider is on the move in its hunt for prey. It likes to make a home around a Brazilian staple, bananas. Hidden inside, it's transported from the countryside to the cities, even to the international cities that import Brazil's produce. They would hide inside of a bunch of bananas. From that point on, they could be shipped virtually anywhere say in places like the UK or the United States. A deadly stowaway can quickly establish a new life. Because of its size, it can feed on a range of prey, from other spiders to larger vertebrates like lizards. It's a superb killer, upset it, and it sends out a warning. What they do is they raise their front legs up high and they raise the, the front part of their body, their cephalothorax, up very high 
open their fangs and will stay in this position with their arms raised for really long periods. It's really scary and you don't want to come closer and mess with them. But sometimes that warning can go unnoticed. When people encounter them in their homes, this spider isn't afraid to fight back. These are spiders that simply don't back off very readily. They are much more inclined to hold their ground. A wandering spider bite is excruciating. Just the pain can send a victim into shock, but the venom is just getting started. It's a cocktail of neurotoxins evolved to incapacitate insects, reptiles, and mammals. It has lots of different ingredients so that pretty much no matter what the spider encounters, it packs a good punch to the victim. You begin to sweat, you feel nausea, you would begin to vomit, you could get the shakes, you can get an irregular heartbeat. The lungs and heart shut down within three minutes. The victim is on a one-way journey. The only chance of survival is anti-venom. In Brazil, you may get it in time, but other countries aren't always prepared for this fatal stowaway. The wandering spider may be coming to a store near you. In the Amazon, there are hundreds of ways to die, and none more violent than in the jaws of a prehistoric killer, the Black Caiman. Comparing them to other crocodilians like alligators and crocodiles, pound for pound, they really are one of the most aggressive of all the crocodilians. Growing up to 20 feet long, the largest member of the alligator family evolved into an efficient killing machine about 80 million years ago and hasn't changed since. The black caiman is a spectacular crocodilian, beautiful animal. It's these vivid black and white contrast, huge high set eyes, big scutes on its back. It is really a spectacular looking animal. The caiman's beauty almost pushed it to extinction as wealthy customers paid big money for their skins. But a conservation campaign turned this story around. And now humans are the ones hunted. Brazilian ranchers are learning just how good these killers are. Black caiman in black water. It's impossible to see them in most cases. They, they really vanish in plain view. The only things that stick above are the sense organs, the eyes, the ears, the nostrils. And they can look around and listen, and when they find something that they want to uh, approach, they submerge and attack from beneath. Beneath murky jungle waters, the black caiman switches to its sixth sense. Along its jaws are a series of vibration detectors called integumentary sense organs. These pick up water vibrations and guide the caiman to its target. The black caiman, like most crocodilians, is a stalker. Again, these are animals that are physically built to stalk in the water. Their nostrils, their eyes are the only things that come out of the surface of the water, have very keen eyesight, incredibly sensitive to any movement in the water. Matt, if there is movement in the water, if they see any kind of movement on the shore, they will key on that. They wait along the banks of the shore to wait for animals to come down to drink. The caiman is perfectly at home, striking at something that it never sees. The black caiman kills by traumatic shock and drowning for good measure. The caiman can have a power in their jaws 
of about 10,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. To give you an idea of how powerful that is, I have seen crocodilians of that size take a coconut in their mouth and just crush it. As it tries to bite and drown you, it can cause significant amount of blood loss as well as the lungs going into spasm associated with the drowning. You'll continue to bleed and bleed until all of your blood volume is gone. Once your blood volume is gone, your heart will stop and all the rest of your organs will not be able to function. The black caiman doesn't chew. It only needs to get its victim into bite-sized chunks, then swallow. Its extraordinary digestive system does the rest. They have the strongest stomach acids of any animal yet tested, and they can break down bone and uh, certainly flesh. I've seen caiman crocodilians swallow things like bolts and screws and cans and things like that, that they literally deteriorate throughout their stomach enzymes and, you know, come out in their feces, which is unbelievable. The black caiman may be the dark prince of the Amazon, but Brazilian waters hide another killer. Its domain is Brazil's famous coastline, a popular destination for visitors and locals alike. But there's something else here. An attractor's shell seems harmless at first, but beneath the beauty lies a killer, the cone snail. is no antivenom. There is no treatment for the cone snail. You either survive it or you don't. Brazil's beaches have a chemistry, a spirit, a reputation for good times and carefree holidays. And they deliver with friendly people, sun and surf. But on some of Brazil's beaches, appreciating beauty can get you killed. Like much of Brazil's wildlife, the cone snail is attractive and enticing until you pick it up. Cone snails are one of the most lethal animals on Earth, and they're a really unique adaptation where you've got the beautiful shell, and then you've got the organism living inside of it. The cone snail has blazed its own trail in snail evolution. Where other species are content to eat things like algae and plants, the cone snail has become a meat-eating predator. Its poison dart delivers a fast-acting toxin that instantly immobilizes its prey. It makes sense that they have to operate that fast because, well, it's a snail. It's not very good at swimming. If the fish get away, that's it. They have no meal. To humans, the cone snail's seduction lies in its beauty. Many are drawn to their graceful shell with attractive markings. But disturbing a cone snail is the last thing you want to do. They are really ornately patterned. They're one of the favorites of shell collectors and shell fanciers, but they're also a lethal animal inside of it. Far from a garden-dwelling vegetarian, the cone snail is a deadly carnivorous predator. And if humans interfere, there can only be one consequence. You see a pretty little shell with that kind of shape, don't pick it up. A tiny harpoon shoots into the victim, pumping one of the world's most toxic poisons. Cone snail contains a toxin which is called conotoxin. It's one of the most lethal marine species that exist in the world. It basically causes a generalized paralysis very quickly. One drop of venom could kill 20 people. It is a lethal mix of chemical agents, all designed to extinguish life. 
Cone snail venom is one of the most complex cocktails of neurotoxins out there. It is astounding, the targeting, and how precise it is. They hit just about every part of the nerve simultaneously. Paralysis sets in quickly, most crucially in the victim's diaphragm. But some victims die before they stop breathing. They are killed by the pain alone. Some patients can't even withstand the pain and will die from it. They will suffer a myocardial infarction or a heart attack. There is no antivenom. A victim can only live if someone keeps their respiratory system going. You're going to either survive because you haven't gotten enough venom into you or because you get good supportive care to keep you breathing. But other than that, there's no treatment. Brazilian beauty can be a double-edged sword. And there's another danger on the beach. Like the cone snail, it also likes to hunt along the coast. In an unfortunate quirk of nature, it's attracted to the same place as humans are. This small killer will ruin your beach party and you will never see it coming. The Brazilian yellow scorpion. Scorpions are a big problem each year. The annual stingray is staggering. Luckily, the Institute Butantan makes a very good scorpion antivenom that saves a lot of lives each year. In Brazil's most famous city, Rio, on a popular beach called Ipanema, the good times roll. It's one big party where people come to see and be seen. But hidden in the sand, there's something else. Because humans always bring their trash with them, they attract cockroaches. And cockroaches are the yellow scorpion's favorite food. The minute you have humans come in, you've got lots of litter and rubbish, cockroach population goes up. Whenever you have the prey population go up, you've got the predator population also going up. Yellow scorpions are designed to hunt at night. They have an extraordinary sense of smell, thanks to feathery sensors under their body. Imagine like this sort of like little angel wings like that, and they're very, very efficient for detecting the odors of what's around them. Attracted by cockroach scent, they wait for pieces of garbage, ready for a strike. If a human approaches and threatens it, the scorpion has only one reaction. A lot of times you're going to find them lurking just under little bits of rubbish. So sometimes stings can occur just as easily as walking by, kick a little bit of litter, you've got a scorpion underneath, and a lot of these scorpions are very short-tempered, so it's just going to crack you instantly. When threatened, the scorpion instinctively brings down its tail at the tip a tiny hypodermic needle plunges into the victim. Venom pours out both neurotoxins and cardiotoxins. The hardest hit, the heart. So you get a lot of swelling and buildup around the heart, and then this can ultimately lead to pulmonary arrest. Basically, you die from your heart stops beating. At the same time, fluid starts collecting in the victim's lungs, a condition called pulmonary edema. The body's capillaries in the lungs start to weep fluid. If you had a bad bruise or burn, you see the swelling that goes on along there. The same thing goes on inside of the lungs. And so the patient basically drowns in their own fluid. In popular places, at least help isn't far away. Antivenom is readily available. And with treatment, most adult victims pull through. Children and the elderly often don't because their bodies aren't strong enough to withstand the toxic onslaught. 
perhaps Brazil's most fascinating poison, is hidden deep in the jungle. It's the fruit of nature's exotic chemical laboratory. Native South Americans have known about it for centuries and have harnessed its power for hunting. It comes from the most unlikely source, a beautiful amphibian with a deadly touch, the poison dart frog. very, very toxic species will sit out exposed in the open, and they don't fear a lot of other wildlife. For Brazil's Enharbe tribe, poison is a natural part of their culture. In this ceremony, bullet ants are encouraged to bite into initiate skin. It is painful, but not fatal. The ant venom is much too weak for any lasting effects. But that's far from true for its colorful frog. This is a poison factory, a beautifully marked frog from the Dendrobartes family. These frogs come in a wide variety of colors. There are over 200 subspecies. The colors may vary, but the message is clear, danger. What I think is so amazing about these frogs is the fact that they have very effectively used color to warn potential predators that they're not something good to eat. A lot of animals simply will have nothing to do with these frogs, and you can actually see it in their behavior. Hidden on the frog's skin is an invisible layer of poison, so toxic in some species. Less than one drop can kill a human in three minutes. The pterachotoxin is so toxic that if you were to freehandle a frog, a wild-caught frog, for any significant amount of time, your life would be at risk. These tiny frogs are incredible poison factories. They collect building blocks of toxin from other insects they eat. What happens from each of these dietary components, they're taking parts and they're assembling these components into the complicated toxins that they produce to defend themselves. Tribal hunters harvest this poison by rubbing blow darts on the frog's back. With these crude chemical weapons, they can bring down animals. But there's always a danger for the unaware. Any small cut on the victim's hand is all it takes to get the venom into the body. Setting off a deadly chain reaction, the venom quickly travels through the bloodstream, within seconds makes its way into the victim's nervous system. It's going to bind to cellular receptors at the membrane of the nervous system, causing the nervous system to not be able to function as it normally does, causing a paralysis. Once the nervous system shuts down, the muscles of respiration would not function properly anymore, and the person would stop breathing, and it would cause their tissue to begin to die due to a lack of oxygen, specifically anoxic brain injury. Tragically, there's little anyone can do. There's no known cure. Unfortunately, it's irreversible. Whatever nerve damage takes place is permanent. Nature has produced a stunning array of natural killers in Brazil. The anaconda is an impressive hunter that squeezes the life out of its prey. The Africanized killer bees are just as deadly. The jararaca and bushmaster are two snakes that come armed with lethal venom. The assassin caterpillar, proof that death can come from the most unexpected places. The wandering spider, is the world's most deadly arachnid. The black caiman, a killer by the water's edge. 
In Brazil's coastal waters, the cone snail has a most deadly surprise. The yellow scorpion and poison dart frog are two chemical warriors that kill in only minutes. This land has produced a stunning array of natural killers to be appreciated, to be respected as nature's deadliest. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.